face. This is episode 261. In your face. The tale of the XWF. I'm Tyler Fudge. And I'm in your face. Travis Fudge. This fucking stupid stuff. Uh, But yeah, no, that's just. It's surprising how long we spoke about Hulk Hogan's attire. That's, that's, I mean, that. That's sad. That's the, if CM Punk was here, he would say that this, that's fucking pathetic. It's embarrassing. Well, I would also call, I would also call his hangman's lariat pathetic as well. It's true. It's true. I would also call. And his diction. His diction? Yeah, like his, his composure. Oh. I was like, diction? God damn. I was like, you going to make me break out fucking Google here, bro? You going to make me break out the dictionary? <laughs> <laughs> waiting for you to finish. Where's, where's the airy con come from? <laughs> diction? Airy? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. God damn. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Well... At this point in time here, we might as well get into the episode. And and so we've already talked about the the missing Jimmy. I know we're not talking about like uh like I think this, was that an old-timey word for a dick or was it an old-timey word for a for a fucking condom? I think condom. Jimmy. Yeah. I think yeah. condom, yeah. Yeah. I also refer to Jimmy's as sprinkles. Like sprinkles that you put on ice cream? You you gonna put Jimmy's on it? Well, okay. There's an episode of <laughs> there's an episode of The Simpsons from like season eleven, right? Have some ice cream. Hey, you want some Jimmy's? <laughs> what? All right, okay. There's an episode of The Simpsons from season eleven. Since we don't have much to talk about on this episode, uh, who gives a fuck, right? Oh yeah. Um, where Marge or no? Okay, Otto marries this lady. And he divorces her because, like, poison. He he goes and rides off with poison and drinks with them or something oh, like, like that. The band? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because poison sings at Otto's wedding, right? Of course, the bus driver Otto. So Becky, who is Otto's fiance, is living with the Simpsons, and turns out she's a better mom than Marge ever could be. So it ends up at an ice cream parlor, and um. I think Marge has a freak out and breaks a glass ice cream cone and tries to threaten Becky. But then um, all the ice cream guys come out and it's just a bunch of teenagers. <coughs> and Marge is like, watch out. I got jimmies. <laughs> no, not the jimmies. And then he, she throws them and like they get in his eyes and shit. And from then on, I'm just like, I want to call Sprinkles jimmies. Jimmies. I, I, I'm, I'm looking at photos of this episode and I just like, I don't remember this episode at all. Was it season 11? Um, That'd be amazing. Let's see here. Episode 247. It was the 21st episode of season 11. Oh, man. God damn. We're Simpsons trivia in my area. I'd be bringing home some fucking jackpots. Dude, dude. I just, I'd go just to say I was winning team. (laughs) Really? Uh, let's see here. We go backstage and, uh, Sable is having a meeting with some ladies. I know who one of them was. Gorgeous George. Oh, uh, sitting down in the orange tube uh, top and whatnot. Uh, sitting on the table. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, with the blonde, blonde, his hair. Well, yeah. Doyle von Frankenstein's wife. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, after Macho Man. Oh, I know. 
But yeah. Where was it before? It was after. It was, was after, it after because she made a band with him called Gorgeous Frankenstein. Oh, fair enough. What did she do? I think she sang. How was that? I mean, just go check it out for yourself. It's <sighs> Misfits guitars with a lady. Gorgeous. Frankenstein. Fair enough. Yeah, she's married to him now, right? Yeah, she even dresses like a wrestler. Even though I don't think she ever wrestled. Well, Doyle was in WCW. That's true. Okay, okay, so that's pictures. Uh, so I got a chance to see what that law looked like, but where can I find the music? Let's see. Gorgeous Frankenstein. The song's called Gorgeous Frankenstein. Long intro. Like a proper fucking dark metal band. It sounds like late Misfits. 90s Misfits. It's all about power chords, man. Oh, yeah. Power. It's all about power. Lifting. Power. <laughs> God damn! How this is like the this is like the instrumentals to Berserker from Clerks. Oh, we finally got a change. There we go. Is that dancing? That's a fake dancing, Tyler. <laughs> You know who that is? That's the guy on the Red Dragon theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Imposter dancing. <laughs> Dance away. Uh, it really is. But what does Gorgeous George do? I thought that she was. Uh, I thought that she was the singer. I don't know. So far, all she's done was dance on a pole. Well, maybe she's like just the eye candy in the music videos. Poor boy. Let's go to and part of. Yeah. Could you imagine auditioning for a singer with your new band and being like, "I want you to sound like my old singer." Exactly. <laughs> sound exactly. Yeah, dude, dude. Okay. So Doyle, Wolfgang von Frankenstein, guitar. Left hand Graham, bass. He was in Doyle. Uh, Dr. Chud, which is drums. Oh, yeah. He used to play uh, drums for Misfits yeah. way back in the yeah. day. Uh, Alex Story, vocals from Cancer Slug and Doyle. And then Gorgeous George, Stephanie Bellers, dancer. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the final lineup. Previous ah. members had Agile Goolsby. Uh, as on base. This sounds like the same position that Mark Hoppus offered that girl in plus forty-four. Oh fuck! Oh, I can't remember her name at all. Yeah. You know what? I'll just offer you as the dance position. You can be the dance. I don't like your lyrics. <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking shit. 
They've had a couple of vocalists in Sweden. Okay. Well, okay. Cool, cool. Cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, let's see here. Vapor would take on Jimmy Snooker. Uh, you said you had a note you wanted to say about Vapor. Oh, man. He just shows up and the folks will just yell USA at him. Like, he didn't even get a I chance. No. Like, there's no chance there. Like, yeah. no wonder we have so many foreign heels. Like, he, they just show up and the people are just like, oh, fuck you, USA, yeah. man. Fuck you. You're different. You're different. <laughs> why aren't you? Why aren't you a redneck? <laughs> why don't you look like us? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way of putting it. I love that. But, but yeah, this this just like is such a bad match. Like Jimmy Jr. hits the weirdest move, man. It's like a neck breaker, but a bulldog at the same time. Yeah. Oh, oh we should also mean the. Oh, we should also say that Rena says that she wants Josh. Josh on the roster, which is total like Jan vibes from the office when she gets that muse when she makes her uh, music album. Yeah, fuck. Uh, she, uh, she, she also yeah she says that she likes Vampiro because he's going to give three hundred fifty percent, and then she's just like, you know who else I like? Josh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you really like Josh? Yeah. Cool, man. Like, I guess you didn't have you didn't hire him though. You just took him from the crowd. You didn't even take him. Who went and got him? The man from Tough Enough. Who, who went and got him? Oh, it was a wrestler, oh, Kid Cash. Kid Cash, <laughs> right? So you didn't like Josh Matthews enough to hire him as the CEO Kid Cash of XWF. Did some demoralizing <laughs> shit to this little boy. The King. <laughs> Kid Cash, beater of women in Impact, took probably took him out, bought like bought the sleaziest motel, yeah. went to a Nashville fucking style bar, then probably ended up buying about four hookers, yeah. and then probably snorted coke off of all their asses while Josh and said so Josh corner. didn't pay for it because he was on tough enough. Really, he's you got, got that MTV money. Yeah, that w- you've been on hang head, head bangers ball. Yeah, you you got that WWE money, eh? You look like a boy in B44 with hey, those frosted tips. You think I can pull off a Kid Rock gimmick? <laughs> you know, I don't know why they fucking called the Undertaker the American badass. I don't know anything bad about him. I'm bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's Steve Carino. I'm you can bad. be my Joe C. <laughs> That's a fucking joke. That's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Holy fuck. Uh, fucking, uh, so after Big Vito cut a uh, promo, it was also cut, uh, promo was also cut by, I don't recall them being called this last week. South Philly Posse. South Philly Posse, a.k.a. Public Enemy. And who was the woman, Tyler? I don't know. They just talked to her. I don't know. Just to me. That was Jasmine St. Clair. Is that Jasmine St. Clair? Yeah. The porn star? Yes. Blue Meanies come dumpster, huh? Yep. You betcha. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> to me, it's like they, this promo is just them talking to this girl. And I'm sure that Rocko Rock dies in no time after this. Rocko Rock, they, uh, they gave a shout out. I know. This was in 2005, but. Oh. Like, oh. I'm sure after this thing, because Rocko Rock dies in 01 or 02. Are you saying that uh, Jasmine St. Clair killed Rocko Rock? Could have. Let's see. Yeah, it says right here, Jasmine St. Clair murdered him in his sleep. Oh, right on. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, he died in a heart of, of a heart attack, September 21st, 
2002? Okay, yeah. so he still had another Oof. year. All right. While en route to a pro plane pro... Pro pain, pro pro pain, pro wrestling, pro pain, pro wrestling. But it's not Hank Hill's propane. It's pro pain, it's like pain. pro pro <laughs> dash pain. Pro pain, pro rest, buddy. Like P P P W P three P W. Oh, it's three P W P W. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I didn't know that was what 3PW oh, stood for. What an awful name for a fucking wrestling oh, company. Like three, I always liked the name 3PW. You <laughs> know what I mean? But like pro, pro pain pro wrestling. <laughs> fucking Larry Sharp. What the fuck were you thinking? That's not so sharp. No. Owners, the Blue Meanie and Jasmine St. Clair. That I didn't know. Well, maybe Jasmine St. Clair did kill Rocco Rock. She did. Because he died on the way to her show. Technically, yeah. Technically, he died going to work for her. Man, we should start, like, a true crime That's podcast. It, yeah. hey, Investigated. Jim, yeah. if you're listening, we got a new show. And it's, it's uh, the Federation. Pro death. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on to something, Jim. <laughs> I think we got the fucking next great show. Yeah. Pro pain, pro death. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? I, oh, man. Good Lord. What so, a goddamn That was a two-hour show, probably. Yeah. That was probably a two-hour show. Yeah, without a doubt. A garbage two-hour show. Good Lord. Yeah, how are we going to get on TV with that? Kissed even a Barry Horowitz in 2001? Post 9-11? What? <laughs> Post 9-11? People have changed, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to see Barry Horowitz get beat up anymore. <laughs> they sympathize. Uh, you fucking got me there. I was not seeing that coming. <laughs> Holy fucking hell. <laughs> People have changed, man. People have changed. <laughs> that they have man that they fucking have um fucking we might as well uh before you know this episode goes on too long uh because people might change you know so <laughs> uh, we might as well get into this episode uh tony shivani and jerry the king waller is on the call uh there's not much of a way of work rate right in this match though um, no, oh my god, if you thought that Kurt Henning didn't give a shit in 1997. Oh, you wait till you see him. <laughs> wait till you see him on episode two. Because episode one, he's decent. He's okay. No, he's not pulling out much, but like, I'll tell you what, fine. the best Kurt Henning was um, post-WWF was when he went back to the WWF for those Royal couple Rumble months. Rumble and a little bit after. He, pulled, he worked his ass off then. He did. Because he, he did. fucking probably realized that this is his last chance. And then the plane ride from hell happened. Yeah. And he got fired. Oh, young buckaroo. Come on, let's rest. <laughs> come on. I got you. <laughs> right, <I'm> scrap. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, farm boy, pick me up like a hay. (laughs) Hold me like one of your cattle. (laughs) I'm cold. (laughs) Took too many pills. 
<laughs> I think I'm losing oxygen, Brock. You gotta kiss me. <laughs> Vince walks in, sees his, sees his new fucking money fucking Old train making Dustin out with Kurt singing Hangel. on the fucking PA. <laughs> I miss you, Terry. Michael Hayes getting his eyebrow <laughs> shaped up. This, this really is, yeah. though, amazing. Michael Hayes pisses on listening to Linda McMahon's fucking, fucking shoes. <laughs> Rick Flair's oh. walking around naked. Yeah. Everybody's just stoned in the corner. Scott Hall is Schrodinger's box in the back. He's neither dead nor alive because nobody can tell. Frozen in time. Yeah. Just drink up in the mouth, but not coming out. Just frozen. Poor Nash sat next to him just being like, I I might be sat next to a dead person. I don't know. This is weird. I got to do the next 12 hours on this. Scott, man. Fuck's going on over there, man? You dead, man? You got Pac over there. He's shaving off the eyebrows, and you're just sitting here, just looking like a this fucking bum. <laughs> this is weak, weakening at Bernie's. Fucking. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is about this XWF bullshit that just takes us off on these stupid tangents. Uh, they, uh, looked to, uh, promote this product to the whole family, uh, bringing back wrestling with a 21st century spin and alternate to sports entertainment. Now, Travis, what does the letter X stand for in the X W F? Well, I thought that they were just going to go for the basic and call it the extreme wrestling federation. That is a thing. In the UK or something like that. Yeah, okay. What does the X stand for? X-rated? It's a family-friendly product. Ah. It is absolutely ridiculous. That's why I'm trying to get you to say something. You know what I mean? Because it's fucking... Xenophobic. Xenophobic. (laughs) Xenophobic. Uh, No. X stands for the missing variables in current wrestling scene. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so why, like, what? Okay, so Scott Steiner must have come up with the name. Maybe that's some Steiner math right there, bro. Maybe fucking like what is the missing variable in wrestling yeah. oh that's so fucking, so fucking cringy, cringy dude so what? technically this company is called x wrestling federation it's just called wrestling federation x it could be whatever you federation. want it's x wrestling federation i found that out on wikipedia when i was looking for extreme wrestling federation and it's not Extreme Wrestling Federation. It's, it's like X-Federation. Homer fucking trying to find his middle name. Oh, what is it again? Oh, well, my God. he has the initial J, and it turns yeah, out it's just, it's just J. J, right? Yeah, J A Y. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking silly. It's too much. Let's spread the shit out. Tell us so, before we go. Can you answer Viva JD's question? What? Do you think that you could take a razor's edge? Like if somebody did it to me? It, he, that's what he asked. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, 
You think? Yeah, okay. Yeah. They need to be strong. I'm pretty heavy. Well, Viva JD, can you deliver a no, razor's oh, edge? No, 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 no. Let me rephrase. I'm not going to take it from fucking, fucking JD. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Not in a fucking million years. Uh, no, no offense to you, uh, but uh, that's that's like that's like you somebody being like, hey, Tyler, you want to do Canadian store on JD? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? Like worst crash pad. Because <laughs> you know I'm gonna break my neck, right? Like I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, you're not worrying about JD. <laughs> yeah, I'm not worried about JD. Like I, <laughs> JD yeah. says he could. Uh, yeah. He says that he could deliver that yeah. razor's edge. Yeah, on you. and uh, and and. and <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Uh, it's not a knock on you, but I only person I would ever let do a a razor's edge on me is somebody that was a trained wrestler. Yeah, and it ain't gonna be like some dude that's just like yeah, I trained like a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> coming from a guy that knows him, I you gotta be a strong, strong boy to I'm do a, a razor's I'm, edge I'm a on hefty Tyler. boy. I'm a hefty boy. Like I, it's it's what can I say? What can I say? I'm a hefty boy. Uh, but uh, either way, uh, you know who could do it? Who? Scott Hall. Probably, yeah, probably. Like fuck, <laughs> I'd imagine so. Yeah. Uh, oh, and oh uh, JD will set it up in the corner. I'm still not doing that. It's not, <laughs> it's not me hanging off of you. That the, the <laughs> it's you taking that back bump at like. It's, yeah, it's, it's going down <laughs> at, at that angle on my fucking neck that has no muscle around it whatsoever. <laughs> like telling the story, you know, I don't know how much longer HBK and Diesel are together after this, because Diesel would become champion. HBK is not on his side when he's champion. Well, they wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah, but they're so. still friends. Yeah, but I don't think they would be in like cahoots or anything. Like they're not tagging together, are they? Not if they're tag champions. Well, now. I think they still tag. Yeah? I, I do. I really think that they do until Sid comes in. I don't even know when Sid comes in. Honestly. 95. That's fair. That's fair. He's on the first in your house. He, like, wrestles Diesel. Well, he wrestles Diesel at the first in your house? Pretty sure, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. When is the first in your house again? Oh, like April or May of 95. It's, after, it's, it's right after Mania 11, man. It's right after Mania 11. I got questions for days. So many questions. I'm so confused. I'm trying to get myself in a groove what, here. What's Action Zone? Who's Charlie Man? Somebody tell me. Why is Shawn Michaels old me. and crackheadish? Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Have you, Viva, have you ever opened up a kangaroo pouch? Isn't it all slimy and gooey? Oh, dude, it's fucking disgusting. Mm. I don't know if a kangaroo would actually let anybody. Well, <laughs> I don't know if kangaroos ever let anybody open it. It's much a- less somebody like fucking Jay over here. <laughs> Are you saying that you have like a pet kangaroo that you put your kid in? Is that like a toy that you guys have over there? You guys just put a, put a child in the pouch and he just bounces the around. Best- the Chills. best rated nannies in Australia are kangaroos. That's it's, amazing. It's a proven fact. But like, I mean, I'm sure that those <laughs> same people could tell Oliver Humperdinck a thing or two about what he's doing it to. And Sabu. Speaking of Sabu. Uh, Brian Kendrick, obviously, 
uh, was not on AEW because of past prior uh, words that he had said. Uh, on his apology on Twitter, Sabu replied to it and say, Brian, what did you say? <laughs> or like, what did he say, right? And then somebody posted a screenshot of what he said. <laughs> Sabu's reply, oh shit, really? <laughs> <laughs> so when Sabu says that, you know it's fucking crazy. Absolutely <laughs> crazy. Like, it's so crazy. Nobody should ever take it seriously. Not saying because, like, he did it's so crazy. Nobody can ever believe that. It's so if crazy. Sabu, if Sabu thinks that that's crazy, then, like, that's dude, crazy. Yeah. That's whack. Yeah. Really? 100%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's fucking wild. Uh, it's, it's funny you said, though, uh, about Hopperdink. Uh, one of the announcers, I don't know which one's which, has the greatest name for him. They call him the Walking Hemisphere. <laughs> I just died. One of the announcers also says the Wade Keller is ringside. What's going on with the Orient Express as well? Because Tanaka looks like he's about to fucking come out to the New Japan Rambo. Like, today. Like, at 60 years old, the way that he's dressing, man. Yeah. He dresses like an old man wrestler. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, Who is Kato? Do you Uh, know? I don't know. No. I I, should have looked. Well, I'm going to try to do it right now. Travis, you... uh, Start talking about the match here. What do you think of it? Well, I just thought that for the most part, Owen and Tanaka were the generals of the match. And you would get some good tags and double teams with Neidhart and Owen. And Kato is essentially just a strong man, slow, methodical power wrestler. Um, Tanaka's pretty much riding the horse for that entire team for the most yeah. part. Uh, Kato's Paul Diamond. Oh, so he's not even Asian, eh? No, no, he's Canadian. <laughs> right on, right on. Trained by the Malenkos. Oh, no, he's born in Croatia. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, cool. He Orient. was a soccer that player. Might be the might be the Orient. Uh, there was a double cross body <laughs> f- from Owen on the Orient Express as Neidhart moved out of the way at one point. That was pretty cool. Um, Owen tries to take Kato's mask off. It's a good thing that he did not get the mask off because it would have revealed that he was Croatian. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ugh. you were right, though. The end of it kind of does sound like Asian. Croatia. Yeah. It is. <laughs> a- <laughs> They're not lying. It is Asia. It's just Croatia. Yeah, um, uh, drink every time that the world's greatest tag teams double team move gets hit on this show, you'd be <laughs> you'd be drinking two times. But it happened in two different matches. Okay, so that's why I say that. So like <laughs> two times, you, you got this weird like gooch fucking leapfrog power move thing that the fucking world's greatest tag team yep. did, yep. and it's in this match, and it's in the Beverly Brothers and the Bushwhackers. Mm. So we mm. see that move two times in a row, and I thought that that was odd, but obviously I'm assuming the weird politics of the early 90s WF is probably more or less everyone just trying to keep their shit to themselves so no one else fucking <laughs> takes their fucking thunder, right? What are you doing in your match? None of your fucking business. None of your fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Owen hit a 
Pope Suicida onto Kato like a goddamn brick. Oh, dude, hit him like a fucking ton of brick. More, we'll talk more about the Rumble match in a bit. Mainly what I was trying to do was uh, just uh, spare some time so I can get this in the soundboard. But Travis, this is the best thing Hulk Hogan did all night. And what you gonna do when Hulk Hogan and his little hulksters rumble all over you? I love, him. <laughs> love Hulk Nixon. It's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best, the best I thing. I am all over you. It's really sexual. That's what he's learning in acting school. <laughs> How to rumble on kids? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fair enough. Fair enough. Gross. <laughs> Gross indeed. Um, but the name of this event is Rumble 92, Every Man for Itself. Himself, sorry. Uh, it's January 19th, 1992 from Albany, New York and the Knickerbocker Arena, which has been called Pepsi Arena, Time Union Center and the MVP Arena, which got renamed January 1st of last year. So I got gas. Yes. <laughs> Can't stop burping. Uh, 17,000 people. In attendance with a gate of 250,000 and a pay-per-view buy rate of a 1.8. Travis, what does that equate to in total buys? Shit. 500,000? 260. Oh, man, it's been a while. Rusty. Fucking rusty. It's okay. We haven't done a WWF show past 1996 ever. 1.8, that sounds good. It, 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 but what you got to think of, there's less homes. So, like, that's a 1.8 percentage of pay-per-view homes yeah. have it, right? So there's a lower percentage of homes with pay-per-view capabilities in 1992 versus 1997. So it causes the percentage to be smaller. That's mm-hmm. why pay-per-view buy rate is a flawed way of looking at things. And the total number of buys is the best way to do it. I think a total number, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Totally makes sense. Yep. <laughs> well, we just didn't know back then. Well, we just didn't know. We you. just didn't know. <laughs> and this, speaking of just didn't know the effects of anabolic steroids, this is the first major pay per view show after the steroid testing supposedly was started. Yeah. Yeah. Look at Hogan. <laughs> That's why I said supposedly. Well, Look at Kerry Von Eric. Look at Bulldog. Bulldog is as shredded as he ever was. He's fucking yolked, mate. Yolked, mate. I'm fucked. (laughs) He's fucked. No, he ain't fucked yet. Not yet. No, give me six more months. I'll be fucked, bro. I'm fucked. Yeah, he'll be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fucking hell. Travis, I don't know if you got these vibes. But I got Agent Dale Cooper doppelganger vibes from, from Triple H staring at the, the mirror, hyping himself up for his world championship match against Kurt Angle. It was pretty fucking weird, wasn't it? <laughs> this is not the first, like, in 2002, they would do this over again with Kane. Yeah, yeah, they like this fucking they thing, do. eh? They love this angle. Whoever brought this to them had to have watched Twin Peaks. It was just like... No, they probably... They're not even that class classed man um what they probably saw was the fucking warrior hogan thing on nitro and they're like god damn that's good you know if you just take away the two-way glass this is money <laughs> we can see triple h's back and his front <laughs> money 
fucking hell. You know, if I was Hulk Hogan, let me, let me explain it this way. If I'm Hulk Hogan, I got a 10-inch dick or a 10-inch penis. You know, Terry Belay, you know, he might not have the 10-inch penis, right? He might only be seven, but, he's, you know, he's Hulk Hogan, right? <laughs> yeah. In, in what rationale do you get off thinking like that? he's talking that? about, like, he'll over-exaggerate as Hogan. I know what he's thinking about, but, like, where do you fucking get off thinking, uh, like, what? <laughs> when you have to think for two fucking people at the same time, that's called schizophrenia, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that is. It's 100% what that is. Maybe Linda Hogan was on or something. <laughs> Just fucking maybe. Well, because this is the uh, the Haas portion of the Rumble. Yes, it is. Because Bradshaw, Albert, Holly, say what you will, Val Venus, he's big. Because he, he is big. Test. Test. And then there's Regal, but like still. Uh, the Big Show would return from developmental for being overweight in this rumble here. Yeah. Can't believe they would spend that much fucking yeah. money. He's so excited. <laughs> yes. I'm out of OVW. <laughs> Fuck Jim Cornette. I'm out of there. <laughs> I can eat cheeseburgers again. Yeah. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes, going to Burger King. <laughs> it's all because he's raising his arms he's so excited it's so funny because Holly the says air. the same thing in his book he's like Big Show would actually probably gotten somewhere if he didn't eat so many cheeseburgers and smoke so much <laughs> I mean Jesus Christ part of the gimmick that he's doing smoking to the ring <laughs> oh fucking hardcore oh, man. um but yeah, no, Kane, though, Kane looks like a fucking gargantuan man here at this point in time. He's huge. Well, Big yeah. Show's felt a little bit. Yeah. JR, he called Kane, uh, quote unquote, this young man. And it threw me off. Yeah. Because, Tyler, I don't know about you, but I've never considered Kane young. No? no? I've never even considered him a man. <laughs> I just Pretty. considered him Kane. Just Kane. You guys, they, you know, like when you go to the doctor and it tells you, asks you what your sex it's is. Man, woman, or cane? Man, woman, or cane, right? That's like, got to be cane. That's got to be cane. Fucking hell. I'm glad, I'm glad you're on the same page for that one because you knew exactly where I was going with that. Iconic. It's just a shame that it, it, it wasn't used more often. It. Yeah. That man should be like that, that should be NFT'd. <laughs> don't kill me for saying that. I, I was joking, but I don't I don't hate NFTs. Um do I think they're stupid? Yeah. I think they're so stupid. Um do I look down on anybody that buys them? No. You know what I mean? Like I, I I can understand like you're buying a video game, you want this dude to have a special hat that does not aid in your capabilities to play against other people what anyone does with their money is none of my concern exactly (laughs) if you want to spend three hundred dollars on a little digital hat fucking go for it buddy go for it i don't care or an ape avatar yeah yeah like whatever man you know what i mean like really spend a couple thousand dollars on some kathy kelly photos that's somebody that you're just going to leak online anyway. I saw that. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, this makes no sense. Like, take oh. one for the team. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, fair enough. Oh man, like, why would you do that? But and, but either way, I, like he he got knighted for that. He he got white knighted <laughs> for that one. <laughs> like, <laughs> she has the no, but you know, I guess what he does with those photos, none of her goddamn business. I guess he owns them. He owns You're them right. if he wants to You're let totally everybody right. else see them. They're his. He owns them. Can't can't stop them. Right. <laughs> fair enough. He could start a Kathy Kelly OnlyFans with those. <laughs> just start releasing them one at a time. <laughs> and remake his all his money back. Dude, dude, what were you thinking? That's what you should have done. You should have consulted the Federation. If anybody else needs any of their NFTs uh, consulted. We are NUFT consultants. We're NUFT consultants, yeah. From from NUFT and land. Before we get completely into the show... I would uh, like to take a look at the dark match. Oh, sure. What is the dark match? The on dark show? match is a fellow named Chris Walker taking on the Brooklyn Brawler. Now, if you look at your screen, you tell me that Chris. So you might see now that that's Tom McGee, right? That's Tom McGee. Now look at Chris Walker. That's going to show up in a couple seconds. Could they not be Kenny Omega's two gay dads? <laughs> well, yeah, that's either Test Dad or Kenny Omega's dad. Like they look like the same dude. They do, but is that like a Pritchard brother? <laughs> is that who that is? That's who that looks like in the face. It's he's not. I can I can assure you he is not. But like knock knock. <laughs> Who's there? Chris Walker. Chris Walker who? And I'm a gay dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hope nobody thinks that we got anything against gay people because I think gay people are fabulous. (laughs) I just think it's funny. They both look like Kenny Omega. Omega. They're both around the same air. Like when did Tom McGee show up? Was it like 89, 90? They were pretty pretty bad. Shane comes out and he would shout out his uh, new friends from WCW up in the skybox. It would take uh, the cameraman an awkward amount of time to reach these guys. Um, and and in the meantime, nobody is making a fucking peep. You've got the creme de la creme up there in the skybox. You've got Mike Saunders, Sean Stasiak, Mike Awesome. Chavo Guerrero, Isn't Lance Storm up Bill there? DeMont, Lance Storm, um, who might be the biggest star of all of them there. Lance Storm, yeah, probably. Well, I mean, he's he held every title but the world title. Yeah, all at one time. I uh, I think Chuck Palumbo was there, and yeah. Stacy Keebler, and then the 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 one, the only. Johnny Ace. <laughs> you couldn't have a WrestleMania without people power. Power. Ah, <laughs> oh, what are these guys thinking? What are these guys thinking? Like, it's just so weird. Why is Johnny Ace the one ringside? I just don't get like or, or in the sky. But also, also, you've got. This huge skybox with what twenty seats, and there's like eight wrestlers there, all spread out. 
like it's a pandemic or something in 2001. Right? Like, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. But then it dawned on me. He was like, wait, this is pre-HD. He spread them out. It might, on a regular TV, you just look it. like they're all there. You know what I mean? You just can't <laughs> tell. Oh, just really out of the time here. Uh, uh, this brings us to Vince backstage uh, with Trish, Linda, and uh, and, uh, and uh, Stephanie, Daddy's girl. Uh, they uh, they would have uh, you know Cole come in and say, "How do you feel about Shane buying WCW?" Shane says, or Vince says, "Things are about to get shocking." I felt like we were going to see something literal. You know what would have been great if. They Shock had him Master. on the show. If they fucking Fred Ottman came through the wall. Oh, man. We know how rickety the walls are in the Astrodome. <laughs> they should have done it. <laughs> See, if that was WWE nowadays and they had this show going on with Fred Ottman, maybe they would have done it. Because yeah. they just like seem to like like humor more than doing anything at all on their product. I proved you wrong. This would then bring us to uh, the most annoying theme music in all of wrestling ever. Good right, the Lord, censor. What a beauty of a theme song! <laughs> I felt bad for my neighbors, man. <laughs> <laughs> just, just endless piercing sirens. And I like how they have to add a melody in with it too, like a little drum beat. It's like <laughs> boom, boom, tsh, doom, boom, like boom, anybody's tsh, gonna boom, hear it. You boom, know what I mean? <laughs> You could have just done the sirens, man, and it would have gotten the story across. You had it's to like put a little fucking jazz beat behind it. Like, what? I can't believe they, they paid someone to do that. Godfather's like, you know what you need? You need a little bit of roll in there. Come on. Right? Meanwhile, meanwhile, he's asking somebody to roll him a joint. And they're putting, oh, you want us to put... Jim Johnson's like, oh, you want a roll, huh? Okay. Oh, I'll give you a roll. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, fucking hell. Did China come out with her bazooka? She did. Yeah, she, she did. Came she out came out with her bazooka. Uh, she shot that shit. That's cool. Hey, China's got a fun theme song. I've always liked don't her. Don't treat me like a woman. Don't treat me like a man. Don't treat me like you know me. Treat me for just who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just It's nostalgic, I guess, for me, because I just hear it now, and I'm like, oh, like, man, yeah. I used to like that old Triple H's theme, too. You know? One still. Just one. <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> ha! You got in with the triple key. <laughs> oh, you keep going playing, Mister. <laughs> he just—he's like fucking any uh, veteran, it man. <laughs> is it the same dude that did the DX scene? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man that band is just absolutely horrible but those two songs are fucking bangers oh, oh fuck man American Beautiful that's a fucking who yeah, do you, we want to talk about that we've already talked yeah we've about talked that. about that's that I like Chris Benoit's first WCW theme. Doom, 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 Fucking garbage. One thing, another thing I noticed about this match too is Flair. He starts calling out Hogan. All while he's got his fingers just stretching the mouth of Vincent. Just fucking wrenching at it. 
It's like, Hogan, come here. I'm going to stretch your mouth out, but not with my fingers. You sorry son of a bitch. <laughs> you say he's going to stretch his mouth, but not with his fingers? Yeah. Is he saying he's going to, like, face fuck him or something? Yeah. <laughs> Flair didn't say that on the show. I, I'm a face I'm fuck you, Hulk. I'm gonna face fuck you, Hulk. <laughs> I'm the president. I can do that. Vince tells me it's okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! It's always MKV. Yeah, more or less. For, yeah. more, for the most part. Uh, but uh, on the back. Of Horace Hogan's tights, it says H-bomb. Now, that that can mean a, a lot of things, right? Obviously, it can mean an hydrogen bomb, like the bomb dropped on Hiroshima, right? Hiroshima. Hiroshima. Or it can be a type of ecstasy made out of heroin instead of methamphetamines. That's called H-bombs. Or what I think is probably the most logical opinion is he's got a herpes. <laughs> really? Because that's also called the H-bomb. <laughs> Neither one of the three are good things. Why would you have it uh, on A night out with horses called the H-bomb. <laughs> yeah. He, he fucking roofies you with ecstasy. <laughs> he fucking, all he talks about is Japan and bombs. Oh, I had and he gives you the fucking herpes. <laughs> and you know, what Eddie Guerrero, you know what Eddie Murphy said about herpes? You carry that shit around for like life. You know, I, I hype up your memory from time to time. I'm glad that uh, you don't prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but our first match of the night is main event player Disco Inferno taking on Jerry Flynn. Wolfpack member Disco Inferno. Uh, unofficial member of the Wolfpack because uh, nobody has actually invited him. He just pretends he's a part of the Wolfpack. Once that again, is, I bet you this is shoot. Line. No, like, that's legit the storyline. No, I mean, like, I bet you that he probably fucking thinks that he's in the NWO. <laughs> it's like he thinks he was the main eventer in WCW. Yeah, yeah, fuck, man. <clears throat> Jerry Flynn, this guy's uh, pretty intense. Isn't he like a former kickboxer or something like that? Well, by the looks of his kicks, you would say so, wouldn't you? Yeah, I, I have two notes for this match. I'll tell you what, I don't have a lot of notes for the the, the matches on this show, the, the matches content, are nothing of any kind. Pretty any garbage. Kind. Besides for the Lucha match, they're far at the last bit of the show. Yeah. But Disco, I enjoy his Disco Ball graphic for his entrance. <coughs> That's fun. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Got yeah. a chuckle out of it. You know? Yeah. Uh, Flynn steamrolling Disco in the corner like a fucking car. <coughs> Did you <coughs> see his, that? Like, swing, like his, yeah, his, yeah, like a spinning heel kick or something. It was yeah. fucking wild. They call him Lightning Foot for a fucking reason. You know what I mean? Like, the dude does. Like, for a big guy, this guy has such fast feet. Like, it's it's pretty impressive. It's so pretty impressive. Probably a kickboxer. Yeah, I imagine he was a kickboxer. I imagine he was. We don't need to have a five-minute search for this, do we? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I'm just scrolling my notes down. But, uh, you know, the first thing that came to my mind when watching this match is, like, these guys look like they'd be a tag team. You the think color so? scheme. Well, the, no, the color scheme is the exact same. They were both wearing red and black. And they just look like they should have belonged well, together. Maybe you can give uh, Jerry Flynn some bell bottoms. Ooh, maybe, yeah. maybe. Jerry Flynn does come off as a name that would be a part of you know, like you know, you listen to the Bee Gees, you know, 
I mean, he looks more Kumite than uh, than BG's here, but you know, I digress. It it would be a worthwhile gimmick, and then you get Mike Mike Awesome in there, and you're you're, you're set. Oh, dude, yeah, definitely. They all just come drive to the ring in a Volkswagen bus. Call them like the Denim Kings. <laughs> let's 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 keep uh, workshopping that the name. Mid, the, mid, <laughs> the midnight the midnight bruisers. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, there's something like the midnight denim. The mi- midnight the denim. Mid- no, the midnight denim riders. <laughs> yeah, the midnight denim riders. Mike, awesome. Or you just no, you just really disco rider, Mike Ryder, and fucking Jerry Ryder. The midnight disco, midnight with the Y though, right? Well, yes, oh, one hundred percent. But like you got, see, you got the midnight denim riders, yeah. right? But disco is always petitioning for them to be the midnight disco riders. Maybe that's maybe they are the midnight disco riders, and they're riders. trying to get into like. The, the glam rock 70s style thing, but Disco's yeah. like, no, that's so gay, that's guys. It's so gay. It's so gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, you know, like at some point in time, they'll have a match, right? And Disco Inferno wins, and they and do they become the Midnight. And they got to face the West Texas Rednecks oh, eventually. Oh, dude, yes. So be Which at- apparently they've already started. They were already on sold out. So yeah. apparently the seeds yeah. are planted. The seeds of southern hate are planted. <laughs> That's true. You're not wrong. Uh, but like, really though, uh, Disco is is also going to win a match against, let's say, a Jerry Flynn to make them the the Midnight Disco Riders. But Jerry Flynn's in the Midnight Disco Riders. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's a match. Is in our group match. Oh to, yeah. To make okay. to, to fight over the name, right? And Jerry Jerry Flynn is wearing his Scott Hall best, right? His Canadian tuxedo. Yeah. Against Disco is in his bell bottoms, right? But he's forced to wear jean bell bottoms, right? <laughs> <laughs> so he wants to win so he can be comfortable again, and you know be able to do his disco moves without any restriction in the groin area. And that that's once they become the Disco Riders, that's when they take on the West Texas Rednecks, and it's Disco against Country. And nobody wins in that instance. I'm just wondering, with them becoming the Midnight Denim Riders, does Disco lose his goldfish platform boots? You know, with the goldfish inside? Well, for the time, until you know, that's one of the Do reasons. Do the goldfish have little denim suits to wear, too? <laughs> that would be something. I mean, I, I was leaning denim towards... Fever. <laughs> denim, denim fever. Denim fever. <laughs> It's not a fever, it's a rash, 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 rash. <laughs> oh, fucking another silly, stupid thing. Uh, are we done with Disco he, fucking Midnight he Disco Riders? He, he won yes, the match. Disco, it, they're disco the Midnight Disco Riders. <laughs> there you go, Nash. Nash, we just See? fucking created a story for See? this. See, Midnight Disco Riders <laughs> taking on the rest of the Resnecks like that. No, uh, we we created a story for this match. Yeah, we, we just created a story for this match. We did. Now, I mean, like we had to create a backstory as well to get us here. But like, I mean, whatever. But what if Kevin Nash, in Nash's vision, decided to like put these like elaborate backstories on before these matches because he's recreating the company? Does you know somebody needs to get a hold of Nash to see if he's got like a pad of paper where he wrote down the backstory of this. And he's just back. I, and he, I highly doubt it. But and he's I'm like, sure. he gets the books on of Tuesday, and he's like, you know what? We're gonna create movies now. 
And if you got a problem with that, pal, I'll take your wife home and make a woman out of her. You got it? Woo! Woo! <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fucking fantastic. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you definitely do. Uh, this is when the NWO, they find Hol- uh, Horace Hogan. And uh, I don't know if you noticed it, but the uh, the quote of the night comes here. And it's Scott Norton, I believe. Or Brian Clark. Would somebody get Horace a shirt? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why? Because <laughs> he had his shirt ripped off <laughs> during the scrummage. <laughs> they ripped his shirt off. And he's just like, come on, somebody get this poor man a shirt. If Hogan comes here and finds out we left his nephew cold, he's going to not let any of us eat for the rest of the week. And it's I'm Scott Norton in the Tri-Cities here. <laughs> Indianapolis cold in January, motherfucker. It's fucking thundering, man. <laughs> Dude, yeah, like it's not you, bad at you all. You can see it in the background. Yeah, it, was, of, it was a pretty nasty night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking nasty Nick at night, if you will. That's true. Yeah. And it leads to a human torch match. So who will light on fire? Who will become the human torch? A fantastic four character, Tyler. What a transition. You leave 2000 WCW and you become a fantastic four character. Mm. You know what, though? Can someone truly burn if they are unholy themselves? With that, tune in next week and the week after to find out just who shall burn. But Travis, keep on rocking in a free world and do, 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 it just leaves. That's, that's how you have your way with Vampiro, who's like fucked you over every single week. He hit you. He broke a fucking tombstone over your attempted head. Attempted murder. Attempted. Definitely attempted murder. He tried to fucking bite the head off of his pet crow, Steve. Yep. AKA could be a bit of a soul, could be a, you know, a brother. <laughs> In brackets, could be soul. <laughs> could be brother. Could be brother. Could yeah. be son. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's. It's something though. It that's might for be sure. Warrior, actually, like it maybe Warriors be. in there. It could be. It could be. It could be also the key to UFC weight loss. Steve Buscemi. Maybe it's a book of Steves. Hmm. Who knows? Yeah, Steve Buscemi. Steve Winwood. Steve Earl. Steve O. Steve from Blues Cruise. Blues Cruise. Blues. Blues Clues. Um. Steven Stagall. Stephen Cook. Stephen Cook. Yeah. Um, Stephen Guy. Stevens. Steven Stevens everywhere. Even Stevens. Um, yeah. Shia LaBeouf, because he played a Steven. There you go. Um, Eric Stevens, the cookie man on Twitter. Oh, yes. Many Stevens. All kinds of Stevens. This, this has turned into a nightmare. Nightmare of Stevens. A Steve Mayor, if you will. <laughs> I would say so. so yeah, had his way with them. The lights go Did out. Did we even mention Steve Borden? I think we were trying to avoid Steve <laughs> Borden, Tyler. 
how how would Steve Steve Borden has a book of Steves that includes <laughs> the one Steve, Steve that Borden. owns the book. It's true. It's pretty fucking meta. That's Inception right there. The lights go out. He's really mad. He, he like I think a part of it like we're supposed to think Sting is frustrated. Um, for for so, well. Maybe not frustrated, but secretly scared of this Inferno match slash Human Torch match. Um, and when Mike Tanay alludes to Sting that he might be losing to Vampiro's mind games, brings in the fear more of the Inferno match, and he's really on edge. Now, that is a deep dive explanation of what I think is going on here. I just thought he was really agitated by Mike Tanay's softball questions. <laughs> Honestly. He, he mixed up this was supposed to be an interview for Sid and he just had a bunch of softball questions lined up. <laughs> <laughs> this is, oh, if Mike Tanay knows a lot about baseball, giant longer than this. <laughs> to climb out to of the climb river. out of a river that he fell <laughs> six stories off. <laughs> so Sting, know. tougher than the big show. Confirmed. But hold up. Yes. Call pest control. There's a crow in the arena. <laughs> like, we're in the fucking, like, it's funny, too, because like in later segments, they're not as mysterious about the crow. Whereas, like, you'll see they go in on the crow, and then all of a sudden it's like, Okay, we're in the ring now. You can just see three dudes wrangling this crow back. It's like, come here, crow. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you can try to hide this at There's all. There's three Charlies. Just... Yeah, it's three. Yeah, come here. Let's go come make on, some. Crow. Go make some crow milk. Fight like the crow. Teach me how to fight crow. like the crow. So Fucking yeah, like okay, watch, watching the crow. I I, lo- I love the movie. Um, Sandman two, similar crowiness. Um with um, actually having a crow in the characters. When you see the crow in the crow, it's it's Brandon Lee, you yes. know, as the crow. Yes. Here, you got the crow and you got Sting. You got so both. Why is the crow here? Is the crow Sting's pet? Is, is, it, is it his little bojangles? Like, does be. he, like, rub, rub his little head? Could like, be. Like Could, I saw yeah. some fucking fat crows today, man. Like Sting, why would you want to have that fat of an animal around with you? Like yeah. they're dirty, man. Like you're gonna poop, and it's gonna be like, yeah. I wonder what the market is for um, pet crows. Train like renting crows. Renting crows, yeah. And got it for him. <laughs> okay. Anyways, he <laughs> has a fucking match with Terry Funk or something. He fights him. He wrestles him, and lo and behold. It leads out to the fucking gasoline truck. No. Now, of all people that needs to get fucking lit on fire, isn't really Terry Funk? Yeah. The the guy's got a callous skin. It's not going to hurt him to get lit on fire. (laughs) Listen, man, the dude has a ranch, okay? There's armadillos on that ranch. He has perfected the DNA of the armadillo scale. He was in a good exploding barbed wire death match. He was. He was. He shielded Onidasa. So, you decide to light Terry Funk on fire. <laughs> but anyway, Sting comes in, literally saving the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Sting is like a red beret wrapped up in an FBI agent, shown up 
like Brandon Lee with muscles. <laughs> Brandon Lee with muscles. And, and with he saves a bullet hole in his head. He saves Terry Funk's life, which should give him a Nobel Peace Prize and a for sure observer ballot for the Hall of Fame. <laughs> you saved Terry Funk's life, okay? Like, uh, no. I think you sh- you deserve some sort of con- 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 like consolidation yeah, prize. Yeah, some sort of medal or, or <laughs> plaque or... So... <laughs> Sting is fighting Vampiro, but the, the gasoline hose to the truck is Still already going the, So it's waving in the background. It's actually spinning. And Terry Funk is lit down on the ground next to the spinning gasoline hose. Sting knocks down Vampiro. And then he runs back trying to catch this hose that has like, there's liquid everywhere. Gasoline or not, there's liquid everywhere. It stinks trying to catch this hose. (laughs) So, (laughs) while Sting's catching the hose, Vampiro, why is there a blowtorch in the fucking safety or like the pool cabinet of the gas truck (laughs) (laughs) so vampiro grabs the blowtorch and he is like you're done i'm gonna burn you to the ground (laughs) but then the real fucking hero of the day tell the real hero Doug Dillinger. While Vampiro's around trying to click his little fucking pilot light, Doug Dillinger shows up, saves fucking lives. <laughs> She's staying back there. He's holding on to Terry Funk trying to carve him away. Stand back! It <laughs> stings back there, just like fumbling around like an idiot uh, trying to grab the hose still. <laughs> Terry's confused because he's high on <laughs> diesel fumes. Just... <laughs> I can I can just imagine Terry's cough because like you can hear it on beyond the map. <laughs> oh shit! Steve, could you get me a Coors Light? <laughs> Steve, what's this liquid, Steve? Am I back in the womb? <laughs> Mom. I thought you were dead. Oh, yeah. So no. that was my favorite episode. I get it. I, get it. <laughs> I totally get it. Like I had a measly sentence for that episode. I, I, and I get it. Now that you've fucking talked about it. Like, And not to forget the music by the great, I almost said the late great, <laughs> Electric Downfall. Channeling uh, Rock 97.7 Energy right there uh, when they were hyping up the new WWE show coming. The v- oh, I only told Danielle about this. All right, you're going to love this one. Okay. So they're um, playing theme songs, eh? Yeah. To hype up the- Oh, like wrestling theme songs? Yeah, yeah. Like- just between ad breaks. Yeah. First one, CM Punk's Cult of Personality. Hyping up the WWE show. That's fair. <clears throat> then He's it's not Chris, in WWE anymore, but okay. Then it's Chris Jericho. Judas? Uh, no, Break the Walls Down. Oh. <laughs> so, like, still, but at the same time, if you're an inside fan, you're just like, this is hilarious. Neither one of these guys are in WWE. And then they're like, 
And then there's another one, uh, like he's like, oh, the great CM Punk and the great Chris Jericho. And then they're talking about, oh, Canadian bands that do wrestler themes. Our Lady Peace. Fucking whatever comes on. <laughs> and I'm like at work with the radio on just going like, oh my God. Why whatever are, you want, whatever like you they, want. What are the, where are they going with this? Yeah, are they going to mention him? And the, ra- the radio VJ is like, the late, great, controversial Chris Benoit. <laughs> Came out to Our Lady Peace, and here's Innocent by Our Lady Peace. <laughs> and I'm just, like, sitting oh, there, like, containing shit. myself, like, what in the fuck did like, I just hear? Did they mean to, like, do all this and then add the Innocent song at the I, end? It all just made no sense. And then, like, I just oh. love the late, great, but controversial. Yeah, controversial Chris Benoit. Only in Northern Alberta would you get someone still showing love for Chris Benoit Dude. on something public. Dude, I mean, like we do, but I mean, we're Northern Alberta we as well, so. <laughs> <laughs> so fuck it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so to the back, like, like fucking speedy right after this uh, R- Ricky Banderas Vampiro brawl. Six pucks talking to Lizzie Valentine, talking about his coffee breath and asking her if she smokes. Because, you know, if she smokes, she pokes, right? I just like this Six Pox uh, conversation starters back in 2006. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry for my coffee breath. Do, do you smoke? <laughs> and then Matt Seidel busts the door down, gets his fucking ass kicked Beats. after busting the door down. And then, pardon me for maybe doing a bad translation for this. But I think Six Pock then says, I didn't want your pussy anyway. I, I Something like that, yeah. They might have. They might. Because, like, yeah, like, it's just like, as soon as this was over, I was like, oh, they're not, Pock's not into her no more. This dude is, like, bad lieutenant. He's oh, like dude. Nicolas Cage now, man. He's unhinged. It's, it's great. And, like, Matt Seidel's, like, the world's fucking biggest cuck. He's the he's, like, biggest simp in the world. Yeah, like, teen cuck. You know what I mean? Like, Holy fuck, man. That, yeah. my, that was amazing. Just fucking... Fucking... The levels of give a fuck from fucking Six Pac is just, just outrageous. Yeah, and just to illustrate that... As soon as this match is over with, it's a look at the tag vision in Wrestling Society X. We have the Trailer Park Boys, Do It For Her, Team Dragon Gate, and the Filth and the Fury. And then we get promos by Jack Evans, New Jack, Hamrick, T- Teddy Hart, Chaos, Aguilera. And then we get Incredible. cut small bits for the Battle Royal tonight. And then we get the Rumble. Yes. Yeah, so like all that happens in like I, it felt like a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Like, <clears throat> I had to keep on pausing it. To, to be able to be like, who is that? Oh, okay. Because, like, nobody says anything of note. Like, Teddy Hart is like, I'm Teddy Hart. I'm the last of I'm a heart. <coughs> I fucking love cats. I love cats. Drugs. And if M-Dog 20 wasn't here right now, Mittens, you'd be right here with me. <laughs> You're fucking wrong. Because, actually, do you know who was supposed to be his partner? Who? Pac. Ah! Yep. Oh, and you you hinted this I to did, me that Pac is supposed to be on there. Pac is supposed to be on here, but he had visa issues. If 
fucking story of his fucking career. Two fucking who bastards, in his though, family, eh? Who in his family tried to kill somebody and it's making it hard for him to get across the border? <laughs> like, it's fucking or who crazy. was Pac killed? Right? Right? Like, what the fuck? You know, like, this guy always has visa issues. I know one was through COVID, but, like, Jesus Christ, he always has visa issues. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, and and I, I will say, like, just seeing M-Dog 20. You know, we don't see him in this episode, but seeing M-Dog 20 is great. I don't know. He's fine. Yeah, it's. I found the announcers in general in this episode, at least in the start of it, just felt like they had lost the will to live. Really, well, because every week they get a new fuck on play by play, and they have yeah. to ask, "Well, did you like wrestling growing up?" No. What's wrestling? Uh, yeah, well, whatever. You know, it's okay, I guess. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Like what was the one band that uh, Spectra or yeah that actually had a little bit of wrestling yeah. knowledge like nothing crazy but I mean it was better than nothing. They like Bret Hart. Yeah, at least you know who Bret Hart is. That's actually that's... that gives you some cachet. Yeah, in today's environment. <laughs> today, at least today yeah. in two thousand seven. Eh, not really. Yeah, Bret Hart wasn't uh, looked. He at just put out way. his book at that ooh, point. Ooh. Well, no, it would be a like. Eight months, I guess. Oh, he yeah. Put it out, but... Either way. Either way. That's the book where he's talking about uh, getting pissed on in Japan, right? By his by his brothers. Getting pissed on by his brothers? Yeah. That... I thought the story was that he was, like, over in Japan. In the sex show? Yeah. Oh, that happens, too. But, like, I, th- I don't know if he gets pissed on by her. I know oh. he gets pissed on by his brothers, though. That's fucking... That made it even weirder. Oh, yeah. It's in the beginning of the book. One of the first chapters. Brett, you deviant. The fuck? No, Bruce. No, Keith was putting out fires. That's what he was yeah, saying. Yeah, with his piss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Six Mafia. They made sure to let you know, Grammy Award winning. Yes, yes. Because of Hustle and Flow. Yes, yeah. And also... Might I add, at this point, they have already done the theme song for Mark Henry. Oh, really? You know, the yeah. somebody's going to get, get their the ass, ass whipped. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to get their pussy whipped. <laughs> somebody's going to get... <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, the 3-6 Mafia, the worst. That's not what they said in the song. Oh, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Maybe it's Somebody... like face hit. I doubt oh. they're going to say your pussy hit. I <laughs> pussy doubt whipped. It. I doubt you're going to they said that in the WWE's version. Of oh, come song. on. You don't maybe, think so? I mean, maybe in Vince McMahon's private version that he has at home. He's like, playing, Oh, it's like the, the fucking, let's get it started thing for Black Eyed Peas. Oh, they got two different versions. Yeah. Uh, he probably presses play at home and Linda just goes into PTSD or like back when she was in that fucking uh, thing with comatose yeah yeah WrestleMania 17 just pretends like she's comatose and hopes that Vince just won't touch her right somebody gonna get the pussy whip (laughs) pussy whip you Linda you bitch oh man oh god oh this went off the rails anyways yeah Juicy J DJ Paul man uh, this will bring us to episode nine. It's now one a.m. on March fourteenth, two thousand seven. We have dropped a point in the ratings. It's now a zero point three from the zero point four from the last two episodes. We are joined today 
by the historic Styles P. Yes. And and really, I say historic while I uh, Google who the fuck this man is. <laughs> he was in a hip-hop group called The Locks. No way! The Locks? Yeah, with Jada Kiss and Chic Lounge. Never heard of him. Or Chic Looch. Chic Looch. You've heard of Jada Kiss, though. Uh... The name sounds familiar, but I can't tell you a damn thing about her. Oh, the locks was managed by the Rough Riders and signed to Bad Boy. But Styles P, uh, actually one day ago, goes viral. What is this? After footage of him trying to protect a black woman from cops set the internet ablaze. Uh, fair enough. They call him a legendary rapper, so I guess me saying he the historic Styles P just is I guess that's a thing. Well you were accurate, okay? I was accurate. I'm gonna edit out everything. You should. <laughs> you just should. make myself seem. You should respect Styles P. <laughs> Styles P tries to calm the woman being arrested by saying, Sister, relax, loosen up before you uh then he start <laughs> <laughs> Standing inches away from a police officer, he shouts, You a hoe, dog. Use a whole bitch. <laughs> oh, that is great. That is great. You a hoe, dog. Use a whole bitch. Referring to the woman or the cop? The cop. The awesome. Cop. Oh, Jesus H. Christ. That is fucking absolutely fantastic. Well, anyways, he's a real wrestling fan, too, because his favorite wrestler, Ivan Putski. What, right? Like, oh, that was right, <sighs> right on. Like, this dude was already, already like, okay with me. Yeah. yeah already. Oh, yeah. No. Already. When you throw out Ivan fucking Putski, who, at this point in time, the most relevant Ivan Putski has ever been was having a match with his fucking son. One night, and oh, and his son Scott didn't his son Scott get injured that night too? No, that was Ground Zero. That was man. Ground Zero. That was ground Pillman, Pillman, got right? injured. Uh, Pillman? No, Brian Christopher. That's who I meant. Sorry, yeah, Brian Christopher. Pillman. Yeah. Pillman's against fucking Goldust on that show. Brian, yeah, Brian Christopher is who I meant. This would lead us to uh, Jack Evans breakdancing for Lacey. Tornado, human tornado. That is takes offense to his uh, his moves, if you will, and they agree to a dance off in fifteen minutes after the main event. It doesn't happen. It's on WS Extra. Doesn't happen. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> no, no, it does. It happens on WS Extra, but like, it's like the fuck. Like, could you at least preface that it's going to happen on W? Did they say? It was going to happen You're on WSX. You're just WSS supposed extra? to know, Tyler. Fair we enough. We have a sophisticated audience here. Yeah, really <laughs> fucking sophisticated, but really sophisticated. From the minds of Room Raiders. And next comes Wrestling Society X. Wow, that rhymed. rhymed. Yeah, yeah, fucking A. I should fucking MTV, give me a call, man. I'll write your fucking intros. The match starts really good at the beginning. Uh, you get a little bit of a shenanigans towards the end of the match, which I could take it or leave it. Not a huge fan. Um, 
another kick in the balls of human tornado. You know, it's, it's, at this point when in time, when will they realize that he has balls of steel? Nobody will ever. I don't think anybody. Like, will why ever do they remember. keep on trying? I don't know. I don't understand how it doesn't hurt him to uh, to kick those steel balls. Well, I mean, it also. Me- I I don't think his balls are steel. I think that the sack is made of steel. I think he's. I think he's got a solid steel sack. A sack. Now, a steel jacket around his ball sack. Is it? Does it make it stronger? No, if I it's just a think solid steel. Is that stronger? Yeah, triple S, <laughs> triple S grade, man. Triple S grade. Well, fair enough. Hey, I just wanted you to clarify. That's all I needed. I just wanted to accentuate it. <laughs> I could tell. <laughs> he's, he's Make you realize he's how solid they are. <laughs> Such a sleek, solid steel. Imagine if that's how Chris Claw or, or Chris uh, Claus uh, sold it. It's like those are his solid steels. No. <laughs> Solid steel, salty, succulent. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, we're fucking just too We've stupid. We've lost it. We've yeah, lost the yeah, plot. This, this, this show has murdered us. We've lost the plot. Uh, <laughs> uh, Human Tornado, though, he would get the win with the ninjas dead. Don't ask what the move is. It's some kind of like flipping fucking your god or Urganob. Your god. It's due to. Uh, not to forget to a uh, friend of the show, the late great Mitch <laughs> Like <laughs> great get controversial. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit! Uh, no, he's not dead. He's not dead, guys. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> well, I mean, that's what I said earlier, right? I, I almost I didn't mean so, to say. It. So funny. Oh fucking hell! Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, until next time, uh, keep on rocking in the free world. And do 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 do.